Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading Morning Star from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with number 48, chapter 4, part 4, pages 104 through 106. On the Blessed Virgin Mary's inexpressible trust. The trust of the Blessed Virgin Mary is even more apparent when, at the wedding feast at Cana, Mary heard from Jesus this answer to her request, Woman, what is that to me and to thee? That's from the Dewey Reams Version, the Gospel of John, chapter 2, verse 4. She did not lose faith, but instead, putting her doubts aside, said to the servants, thus preparing for the performance of a miracle, Do whatever he tells you. That's John chapter 2, verse 5. It is a great mystery that, although Christ loved his mother without limit, for he loved her as his most beloved mother and as the most beloved of all creatures in all the world, although he was pleasant to all the righteous as wisdom incarnate, about which it is written, companionship with her, wisdom, has no bitterness, and the life and life with her has no pain, but gladness and joy. That's from the book of Wisdom, chapter 8, verse 16. Spoke rather harshly to his mother more than once, as we read in the Gospels. For instance, when his parents found him in the temple, he said, Why are you looking for me? That's from New American Bible, St. Joseph's edition, Luke, chapter 2, verse 49. And again, when Jesus was told his mother and his brethren stood outside asking to speak to him, he answered, stretching his hands towards his dis- the disciples, Who is my mother and who are my brethren? Here are my mother and my brethren. For whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. That's from Matthew chapter 12, verses 47 through 50. All of these answers contain, according to the fathers and doctors of the Church, great mysteries. Our Lord Jesus Christ was both true God and true man. This is a fundamental truth of our faith upon which our salvation depends. Therefore, whenever an opportunity arose, Jesus revealed a necessary part of his teaching. Answering his mother's question in the temple, He wanted to reveal both his human and his divine nature, and for that reason he mentioned his Father and revealed in his words the power of the Son of God. Jesus reacted in the same way to the news that his mother and brothers were waiting outside the door. His reaction was meant to show that all the righteous are brothers of the Son of God and, through grace, sons of God while those who proclaim the gospel and bring Christ into people's hearts are like spiritual mothers. This is how, at the wedding feast at Cana, Christ wanted to show that, next to the human nature by which he was the son of the Virgin Mary and obliged to show obedience, he also possessed a divine nature to which Mary had no parental claim and therefore could not demand a miracle. It is as if he wanted to say that it is not by the power of human nature which he obtained from his mother, but by the power of the divine nature which he received from his father, that he can perform miracles. That is why Jesus could not fulfill his mother's wish in this matter, 
but only the decision of the Heavenly Father who appointed the right time for Jesus to perform miracles. Those words of Jesus prove this. My hour has not yet come. That's from John chapter 2, verse 4. Those are the particular mysteries which, according to St. Augustine and other fathers of the Church, Christ wanted to reveal in his answers given to Mary. The second mystery concealed in the quoted replies is that the Son of God came into the world to deliver us through his death from slavery, from the slavery of sin, to open the way to heaven through his example and teaching, as well as to conquer evil, bad habits, and weaknesses of the flesh. From among the various obstacles that brings souls to ruin and create obstacles to living a devout life, the greatest is an excessive love for parents, children, and relatives. This unrestrained feeling brings man quickly to replace the love of heavenly things with the love of earthly ones and to search for delights in the world, not in God. That is why we must uproot from our hearts such feelings and understand that we should not serve the ties of flesh and blood, but the will of God. We must renounce excessive love for parents and relatives, which stands in our way of keeping the commandments and counsels. For this reason, whenever Christ spoke about his mother or relatives, he always intimated with seriousness and majesty that it is necessary to put God's will before the will of parents or relatives, even if they are marked by great holiness. We must be far more obedient to God's commandments than to the demands of even the worthiest love for a human being. Unlike the Blessed Virgin Mary, who did not need admonitions, being free from overstepping boundaries of feelings and fully obedient to God's will, We do need them, and that it is for us that they were put down in the Gospels. That is why the words of Christ uttered after being found in the temple were addressed not so much to Mary as to all the sons of the church. For they should know that it is necessary for the sake of God's glory and dignity of religious life to leave one's parents and the worldly life in order to gain perfection of all virtues and attain eternal salvation. Here, Venerable Casimir speaks of Mary's trust. At first, from Jesus' response, it could appear that he was saying that it was not his place or hers to intervene. But Mary trusted and told the servants to do whatever Jesus told them to do. Casimir reflects on the places in the scriptures in which Jesus appears to be harsh towards his parents. These are mysteries. He wanted to reveal truths at the different times. At Cana, he showed that he had a human nature, and in that nature, he owed obedience to his mother. But in his divine nature, Mary had no parental claim on him. The miracles that he performed came from his divine nature, which are from his heavenly Father. Jesus came to earth to save us through his death on the cross. The will of God comes above all human ties, even family ties. Jesus loved his Holy Mother very, very much. But the will of the Heavenly Father always had to take precedence. 
Mary knew this. Casimir tells us that Jesus was trying to teach us something in his answers to his mother. We need to detach ourselves from all things in order to follow Christ more perfectly. If you would like to receive a Venerable Servant of God, Kazmir Vyshinsky prayer card, visit shopmercy.org. Now let's pray for his beatification and intercession. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. O God, joy of the saints, make us glad by raising to the honors of the altar your faithful servant, Casimir, and grant us the zeal to imitate him on our way to holiness. Amen. O God, merciful Father, in the heart of your servant Casimir, you aroused such a great zeal for accomplishing corporal and spiritual deeds of mercy. Deign to grant to us, through his intercession, the grace for which we implore you. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. It is recommended that this prayer, recited for a particular intention, be complemented by confession and Holy Communion. Please send news about any cure or other graces received from God through the intercession of Father Kazmir Vyshinsky, requests for biographies and prayers, as well as any other correspondence to the following address. Vice Postulator of the Marian Causes of Canonization, Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception, to Prospect Hill Road, Stockbridge, Massachusetts, 01262. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? 
Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.